you strong. Mark, welcome, Mark Harvey, to our podcast, our weekly podcast, which is getting going now. Um, it's a bit of a cabbie, this is your life. Oh <laughs> so um, me and Mark go back a fair way. We did the knowledge together. Um, I was quicker than you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know. But I gave you the That's normal. I gave you the push you needed. You did, <clears throat> yeah. We gave each other a push. That's what it's all about. Um. First of all, where where are you from, Mark? Tell us tell us a little bit of background. Where you from? Where you grew up? I am born and bred in Harlow, or as nice. my wife used, likes to say, Old Harlow, because it's the posher bit. Oh, nice! Uh, and then up until very long story short, I ended up buying that. My mum emigrated to Cyprus. So I ended up buying the house off my mum when she went to Cyprus. So I lived in the house I grew up in. Wow! Up until six years ago, when I was told that we were moving to a new build up the road in a place called Newhall, which is, if you're posh or think you're posh, you say it's just outside Harlow, but it's still Harlow. So all you Essex people or people who live in Harlow, that's, that resonates with you guys? Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, so what? So pushing on a little bit further, what was your career? What did you do before you was I've always a taxi been driver? Dri- I've always been driving. I, I, I was a van driver in London in the 90s. Uh, like not courier, but uh, sort of delivering to banks and stuff in 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 town in the city and the West End. I enjoyed that. I then became a transport manager at the same company, and then that went a bit wrong. And I was a chauffeur, basically airport runs to and from Harlow with a bit of London. And then I joined a large, very large courier company. You can say who they are. We, we're not. Well, they're FedEx. Yeah. Who were okay, and then they became not very nice to work for. Uh, so you got fed up. Yeah, I mean, I worked with... <laughs> fed them. up with FedEx. Yeah, well put. Yeah. Uh, and I just... It was it was hard. It was 13-hour days, 4.30 till 5.30, without a break. Oh. No holidays, unless you could cover the run, which was harder. Uh, and then uh, my mum died out in Cyprus and I wanted to go to the funeral and they weren't going to let me have the day off. Unbelievable. And I kicked off, I kicked a bit of a stink up and went, but that was the sort of straw that broke the camel's back. That's when I thought, no, nah, I've, I've got to change. Yeah, you've got to do something. Yeah. And so so who who inspired, was there a person or, or a thing that happened? Or I've always, It's always been rattling about in my head for years and years and years. <clears throat> And it was my mother-in-law who said, "Why don't you? You know, you'd make a good cab driver. Why don't you do it?" And I'd kind of. Why did she think you'd make a good cab driver? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, I think, and and I kind of got sucked into the whole game is dead thing. Yeah. And didn't bother. And then one day, I, I was I was really seriously thinking about it, and I bumped into a courier from another company in in Woodford. I'll never forget it. And he come up to me and said, "Mark, this is my last day. I'm." I'm leaving. I said, oh, what are you doing? He said, I'm, I'm being a tube driver. Tube. And I said, wow, that takes like four or five years. He said, yeah, I've been doing it on the quiet. Right. Does it take four or five years to be a tube driver? I think it does, yeah. Okay. So Didn't I said that. to him, oh, I'm thinking about doing the knowledge. And he said, well, do it. Yeah. And I went home that day and my next door neighbour come out on a mo- moped with a clipboard and I stopped him and said, what are you doing? He said, yeah. oh, I've started doing the knowledge. And what year was that? 
remember? 13, I think. Right. No. Uh, well, I've been seven, 12 years ago. 20, right. 11. So... Yeah, same year as me. I said to him, what, what are you doing to knowledge? He said, yeah, I started last weekend. I said, are you, are you looking for a partner? He went, yeah. So these were both in the same day, and I right. thought, wow, that's like a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. sign. Yes, yeah, a sign, yeah, yeah. And there you go. Wow. The rest is history. Wow. And who was your favourite examiner, and why? Whitehead. Right. Why was that? I, I thought he was fair. Yeah. Uh, and there's a, there's a bit of a story at, that goes with it towards the end. Uh, I thought he was, I just thought he was fair. He wasn't easy, mm. but if you went a little bit off track, he was pretty good. Harvey was quite good as well, because if you didn't know anything but told him where you wanted to go but didn't know it, he let, yeah. he, he let you go. Yeah. Uh, but I liked Whitehead, and he kind of, there was a couple of moments during my <clears throat> appearances that involved him that, yeah, yeah. that helped me out. Yeah, and what 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 were they? Well, Give us some. There was, I was near the end, and as as everybody knows, they don't converse with you, <clears throat> not so much. And they uh, can if they want to, I suppose. Yeah, but well, in my experience, they never did. Mm. And he he'd asked me the Horniman Museum one day, but in his South London, he called it the Horniman, and I didn't <laughs> hear him right. Yeah, and I dropped the point, and then it wasn't till the next appearance that I asked him, and he said, oh, "I'm really sorry," blah blah blah, and then. He just said, "What do you?" Uh, just before an appearance, he asked me what I did for a living. So mm. I told him about the courier, mm. and he said, oh, "Have you got the day off?" I said, "No, my van is in Woodford. I have to park up, put my suit on in the back, come up here for an appearance, go back, carry <laughs> on my day till about eight o'clock." I remember this, yeah. And it blew his mind, yeah. And he just went, "You must really want this," and I went, "Yeah, I do." Yeah. And it, it I was two one. Oh no, I was. I was one all on twenty ones, and I passed or scored. So I got the I got the twenty. Uh, I got the two one. Yeah, and he just said good luck, blah blah blah. And I just felt a massive sea change in something. Yeah, and I said to my wife, I think I got this. Yeah, and explained to her why. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he, he just he couldn't believe that I was doing all the things I was doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no, I remember it clearly because yeah. you 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 you. Somehow fit. I mean, I, I made a joke at the start. I I done it quicker than you, but I I had a easier way of doing it. Yeah, I wasn't so committed to a job. I I had my own business, so I already had my own lifestyle as such. You had to be in that courier van twelve hours a day yeah. and do the knowledge on top of it at yeah. weekend. So you was working five days a week. Sometimes I was six. working five and a half days a week. <laughs> uh, so I was starting at four thirty in the morning, finishing at five thirty. Yeah, literally. Walking straight across to my neighbour, doing calling in his in his shed, or yeah. he would come to me and we'd do it in in the back room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For two, however long, two, three yeah, hours yeah, a night. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, it, I don't. I'm not making excuses, but it weren't sticking quite as well because I'd just done a thirteen hour shift. And not only that, you're not getting into London enough. No, you I, don't live in London. No. So know. what I would do, I would leave Harlow at five o'clock a.m. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday in my van. Drive round in the van. I did it early foot for that yeah, reason because yeah, yeah. I didn't want to trundle up the A11 on a moped. Yeah. Uh, so I would do, I'd get in about, depending on where, but I'd get in the sort of quarter six, six o'clock, start doing the runs and the points, come out about nine. Mm. And I was running the football team as well then. So yeah. it, the boys' team. So it was all, in hindsight, it was a lot. Yeah, it was too a hell of much. A lot. But uh, there you go. You did it. Yeah, I did it. 
and it took you what, six years, wasn't it? Five, short, just short of five. Really, that's just remarkable for the time that you had to do it. I mean, that should be a inspiration to anyone that's doing it part time because they, I, I speak to a lot of guys that come out and are doing the knowledge now. They're doing it part time. I spoke to a guy on one of the knowledge groups the other day, and he's doing a similar kind of thing. And I said to him, "It will be much more satisfying when you finish because mm. of how you've done it. You haven't given, you haven't been given three years." break because some people are retired some people yeah. are redundant yeah some people can do it because they've got part-time jobs or they have some money it's, it's just, that classic it's thing, so it? difficult when people get made redundant and the first thing they say is i'm going to do the knowledge yeah and yeah half of them do it and half of them think oh sod yeah that. exactly and so you know to, to, to do it in under five years is is brilliant really mm. i mean yeah um and you helped me out a lot did you i know? yeah you did because I, I, my call over partner passed out and then didn't want to call over him. I had like five minutes left yeah and I, I, he, he didn't want to call with me anymore yeah of course because he, he's he's done it's his right? journey it's over yeah. isn't it yeah uh, and I remember I didn't have a call over partner from sort of 28 to 21s and I did a lot of it on my own but you was doing it FaceTime with me that's right I was which was yeah that's when we first started using it yeah and was that was really time? helpful, really helpful. And then off, or was it Zoom? No, it wouldn't have been Zoom. No, it, it wasn't Zoom. Been... It was literally old school iPad. Yeah, I, d I don't even think we was FaceTime, and it might have even just been on the phone. Literally wasn't it? on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Was, uh, it was something along. It was basically because we met at a callover club in Wormley, wasn't That's it? Right. Up in, and that wasn't really easy for either of us to get to. So that would have been the only way to help. Yeah, yeah. And you, well, you'd moved on. You'd moved on to the Knowledge School, wherever that was, Paddington Way. Yes. So it was you was down there. I was obviously in yes. Harlow, but you gave me only once or twice a week. Yeah. Well, but it was it was priceless. Yeah. And then no, I found another call. I remember, didn't part. remember that to be honest. No, I do. It's been so long ago now. Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. I, no, I remember it. Yeah. That's why I pay the prices I do for the cab. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> talking about cabs. So, what has been your best? Job. So your best. So we've moved on from the knowledge now. You passed the knowledge in two thousand and sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was in fifteen. You was in yeah. sixteen. So I was right at the end of fifteen. You was June. in the middle. Of, yeah. You was in June sixteen. Mm. And I know for a fact you absolutely love this job. Mm. Like I don't know many people who are as enthusiastic as Mark about this job because Mark talks to his customers all the time, and that is a key to this job. If you talk to your customers, they get a better service, and you get a better. Day, your day goes quicker. Yeah, you meet great people. We talk to them. You talk to loads of people. You've got regular customers. But what's been your best job that you've done? Not most lucrative. I Don't worry about how much it cost, or or it doesn't have to be a famous person. It can be some just a job that you've done that you've got something out of that you really enjoyed. There's two that immediately two. spring to mind. One famous person was Cat Stevens. Right. right, hailed me. Good Greek guy. Yeah, yeah. Hailed me. Got in a cab. Didn't tell, didn't tell me who he was. I didn't really recognise him, and then he started yeah. saying how he had a music career, a music business in Dubai, and I kind of doubled. Okay. And then yeah. I, I kind of worked out who he was, yeah. and I started leaning the conversation his way and saying to him, "Didn't you grow up in Covent Garden?" And he's like, "How do you know?" And I'm like, "Cause I know who you are." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh," and we, he was just the the nicest guy. Yeah, the nicest guy. Yeah. And the, another one that sticks was a guy come out of Marleybone Station. Older gentleman, very well to do, very posh, needed to go to High Wickham. Nice. Lovely. Trains were down then. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, oh, I'm an accountant. 
and I just thought, oh no, this is going to be like the, the so always a high yeah. woman with an accountant. Yeah, oh, but this guy yeah. was off the scale. Was he? Yeah, he was. He he sold Gala Bingo. No, way. so not only was he accountant, but he was a very his best mate was Barry Hearn. Right, and we just had an hour and a half of laughing and stories. Yeah, to the point where we got to High Wycombe Station and we sat in the car for another twenty minutes just chatting. I love that. Uh, I had that with um, William Gallus, right. footballer. Yeah, yeah. He stayed in the car talking about football for another fifteen minutes. Um, and I had it with Russell Brand as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you had it with Russell Brand. Yeah, he was good. He, I know he loves caps. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. He, he he couldn't he couldn't be as more supportive than yeah. He, and he was. All over. I mean, this was years ago. Yeah. But this guy. And then three months later, I picked his daughter up. Who? Cat Stevens? No, the accountant to High Wickham. Oh, Summer. what? To do the same job? No, or? we got chatting about something. And she, I think she asked a similar sort of question. And I told her the story. And she went, That's my dad. No. Straight up. And I said, No. She said, Yeah, that's my dad. Long. Da, 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 da. And I went, Yeah. <laughs> so I was telling him I said hello. She said, I will. So you've told me quite a lot of stories because we, we catch up quite a lot. But I never knew this one. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Don't know whether that answers the next one. It might do, and I might. It, so, so if I said to you, "Who's your best passenger?" Would that be the same question? Yeah, possibly. I mean, mm. I can't really. There's so many. Do you know what I mean? That that that, that they get out, of the, and it's never. It's not always. The, it's very rarely the famous person, is it? It's normally the just the Joe public. Well, that's why I come out this question because. My f- best ride wasn't with a famous person. Mm. Like, if I was asked these questions, I'd have a different story. But mm. a lot of people, when you ask cab drivers what your best ride was, they'll come out with someone famous. No. You know, um, but famous people ain't always fun. And, Rarely. You know. I've been quite lucky with the ones I've picked up. But Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I would say that is probably my favourite job. The fact that it was it was probably six years ago, and I can still kind of remember it and tell it. And Yeah. Th- I think the fact that I thought this guy was going to be Hard work. Yeah, yeah, when you said... Can, yeah. And the fact that you ask people what they do, I mean, some people just don't want to talk, do they? They just like sit there with a... You know, as soon as they're, they're you not know, drops, I, I always say, the phone. Yeah, yeah, I always say, how are you? Yeah. And if they go, yeah, I'm fine, how are you? Then you, you pretty much know it's going to be a two yeah, and a yeah, yeah. If they go fine and look at their phone, and then I might say, have you had a good day? And they go, yeah, and they look at their phone, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaker yeah. off, radio on. Yeah, I mean, this is... Like obviously, a lot of knowledge people watch this channel, and I would say always <clears throat> try to engage with your customer because they're paying the meter. It's and, as simple as that, isn't it? Yeah, and and I've had people get in the cab who've said to me, "Oh, I had a cab driver last week. He didn't say a word to us." Mm. And you go, "Well, it's, it's almost in some respects, it's kind of expected. Not not everyone, you, you know, your day to day commuter. Sometimes he doesn't even want to. Actually, I've got a memorable journey I can tell you about if you want. Uh, the day day to day commute and not necessarily, but the, the you you're once in a month or you the tourists they kind of want to have a black cab experience, don't they? And yeah, it's almost a cheeky chappy Cockney cab driver kind of thing. Yes, and and also I think depends on what shift you're working. Sometimes days you don't get as many people that want to talk. No, Whereas you work days. You've been you've been days since day one, and you, you don't dabbled, do nights. I, I at dabbled all. and I had a few. Inc- I had one particular incident that put me off. What a night incident! Yeah, what evening. happened? Picked a guy up cheap side. I was quite early into the job, six months, and I think I did it because you said have a go. 
And uh, <laughs> I, I didn't really enjoy it, to be honest with you. I didn't enjoy it going in late. I've always been an early bird anyway. Yeah, get up early. I didn't enjoy I, I always felt like I was the only person working, even though clearly you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I picked this guy up from Cheapside, suited and booted, old guy, older. Yeah. And he was going to South Norwood. Now, bearing in mind I'm in Harlow, that you couldn't get further. It was 10, yeah. about 10 o'clock. And he said, what way are you going to go? And I thought, oh, I'm not quite sure. So I said, London Bridge, straight down, something like that. Yeah. And he went, no, we'll go Brixton and do a left into Loughborough Road. And, and I thought, even in my limited South London, I thought, that seems like a long way around. Yeah. He then picked up the phone and whoever, I think he was talking to his wife or his mate, he started saying, yeah, I'm having to tell the cab driver what way to go home. Uh. He ain't got a clue. But he's saying it extra loud. And previous to that, if I'd said, whatever I said, he, he if I said black, he said white, right? Yeah. He, he, he weren't pissed, but he was annoying at a drink. Yeah. Anyway, this carried on. I got into where he wanted to go. And I'll never forget, it was £34.40, <laughs> right? And he said, I'll bet you... quite cheap, isn't it? Well, yeah. But yeah. He, he said, I bet you're glad you picked me up. And yeah, I said, why is that? He said, so you knew how to get to South Norwood for the next time. Oh, God. So I said, no, I'll tell you what, I'm glad I picked you up, sir. I said, because if you'd gone my way, it would have been about 20 quid. But because yeah. we'd gone your way, I've earned an extra 14 quid. <laughs> right? And he got proper Larry. Get out of the cab, less out. And I said, look, I've worked too hard to get my badge. Yeah. To get out of the cab, roll about the floor with you, sir. Yeah. And he carried on. I said, it'll go very wrong for you if I get out of this cab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he carried on. I said, and just one more thing, sir. I've just dropped you off at your house. Yeah. What's that supposed to mean? I know where you live. Yeah. Is that a threat? Yeah. And I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, 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 he carried on. Oh, let's go. And I said, look, I'm going. Yeah. All right? he, Did he, he pay? He paid. Yeah. So I just drove. And it was two and a half hours from South Norwood home. And I just thought, that's the last night shift I did, apart from... And help. this is the thing, isn't it? Like, incidents happen in the cab. I've had incidents at night. Um, and they you do get more difficult incidents at night because people have had a drink. But it's part of the job. And if I suppose if you was a night driver and you let every incident like that affect your pattern, then you would never go to work. But obviously, we was talking about... The last um, podcast I did uh, with Jay... He was saying, like, the job doesn't feel like a job to him. No. It feels like a lifestyle. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, you was just saying about your previous job and in comparison to what your job is now. Like, your previous job is you had to do 14-hour, 13, 14-hour days. Your mum died in Cyprus. You couldn't even go to the funeral. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's heartbreaking. Mm. But now you can do whatever you like. I mean, you was telling me earlier about a job that you picked up where a guy owns a plane. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he invited you to fly a plane. I mean... Yeah, so I... It, it's, it's unreal. It's a guy I know. Yeah. Very loosely, but I know him. And he, his mate was 60, and his mate grew up around here somewhere. Yeah. So he said, can you do an East London, little East London tour? So I did. And uh, I threw in some real quirky things, like I was telling you about the London Wall and the Pelican Steps at Wapping that take you down to the hangman's noose by the pub. Right. And it blew his mind. Yeah, and, he yeah. said, and he he's a plane. He's a flight instructor with his right, own plane. Right. So he said, "Right, I paid." He he paid me. He paid yeah. me well. Yeah. And he said, uh, "I'll repay the debt. I'll take you up in the plane." So this was Saturday, just gone. <laughs> I drove up to a place called Gransden, which is kind of sandy, Royston way. Yeah. Sat in this little plane, and I'm not little. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he went right. That's the throttle. That's the uh, joystick. He said, "If you pull the joystick back." 
it takes off. If you pull the throttle back, it accelerates. And Excellent. I'm like, okay, why are you telling me this? We get onto the runway, which is a grass field. Right. And he went, right, push push the throttle forward as fast as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, at all times I will be in control, but yeah. you're about to take this plane off. Yeah. And I'm like, what? So I'm <laughs> rattling along, at a, I don't know what it was, 70 mile an hour along this grass field. Eased the joysticks back, and I took the plane off. Amazing. And, then we, and that's all through driving the cab. Yeah. And that's because you, you took said, someone on a table. Talking to people. I mean, you've got to drive an aeroplane. You've got to drive an aeroplane for free and take over the, 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 the controls of an aeroplane. Two-hour flight out to Dartford Bridge along the Medway uh, to st- uh, and then left to Southend and Canvey and back home again. Amazing. 1,500 feet. So you, we was watching cricket matches down below. You was that... Low, yeah, yeah, you yeah. could see what was going on, but you was high enough that you could see right down the. Tent. Was it just you and him in the yeah, aircraft? Yeah, yeah. and that was tight. Uh, down the Thames to to the City View and yeah. Canary Wharf View, and then going out out to the estuary, so you could see the whole Thames opening up. Amazing. Saw more castles and forts in two hours than I've seen them all my life. Yeah, half yeah. of them I didn't know. I mean, Greg knows his stuff, so he's yeah, like, yeah, "That's yeah. that. That's yeah. that." It was, it was brilliant. And then because he felt the same about the stuff. I mean, you you knew something about London Wall, which I never heard of. But yeah, what? And you so you took him into London Wall. I took him. No, in, you took him to Barbican. So where Coleman Street meets London Brick, uh, London Wall. Right. There's a car park. Right. London Wall car park. It starts at the Rotunda. And it kind of goes all the way to Coleman Street. But if you park at the very top of Coleman Street where you can't, it's a dead end. Right. Go down in the, there's some doors on London Wall. You go down to the basement mm-hmm. uh, and you come out of the basement, turn left. You go about six bays. Bay 53 is London Wall. Right. There is a massive chunk of London Wall. There you go. Or not massive, but a car parking spot. So I took him down to that. Nice. And he'd never heard of it and he knows his stuff. Yeah. And it blew his mind. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's what got you. That got the, me a flight for two hours and a story on here. Right, okay. So next question. What's your most lucrative ride? So the biggest job you've had and how much did it go? I did uh four weeks ago, five weeks ago, I did Manchester. Uh go on. No, I was just gonna say, you know that I've been to Manchester in the cow. I've n I don't know obviously mention it that much, but you know about my Manchester as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I know I got it off uh taxi app. Wow. Uh, so it was commission free. Uh, and it went 825 quid. <sighs> uh, <clears throat> four hours. The gu- And the lady I picked up did not say a word all the way there, apart from can we stop for food. Uh, didn't even look at her phone, just looked out the window for four and a half hours, which was quite good because even I had struggled for four and a half hours with someone I didn't know. Dropped her off, had a wee, got in a cab, come home again. Unbelievable. Brilliant. 825 yeah. quid. Yeah. Where did it come from? I know uh, it came from Taxi App, but where, where did Lad, she pick uh, up? Uh, the Kensington Hilton on, on the roundabout. Did she say why she was getting a taxi to Manchester? It was a train strike. Ah, yeah, of course. And I think she's put in Taxi App. Yeah. Because she was from Singapore. Right. And that's come up. Mm-hmm. And I think I spoke to you because you said something about getting paid. Yeah. And Make I, sure. Yeah. yeah. And she was, even though it was hard work getting the money, it was not through her being dodgy. It was just hard work getting the money through credit cards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it worked out well. And previous Wide to that, I'd, I think the best one before that was Milton Keynes. Yeah. Cut of 100. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
these jobs, they they happen, don't they? And this is why I was like, when the, the electric cab first came out, I was like, how are we going to do the rotors? But obviously it worked out that this was a hybrid, so it does the job. And with in the first, so I got first got the first one, um, April 2018, and I think I got that job in May. Right. So I'd only had it three or four weeks. Yeah. And I didn't know that you could just leave it in smart mode which you can, I'll put it yeah. on save mode. So I used the battery up and then I put it on save mode. That went all the way to Manchester, had three drops in Manchester, same sort of thing, the aircraft had gone to the wrong place. It was from Heathrow to Manchester. And um, it got me all the way there, one tank. Right. Uh, and then I filled up to come back. Yeah, it's about so same. So it cost me 80 quid. Yeah, it's about so. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, the charge lasted me all the way to Oxford and I was thinking... What do I do when the charge runs out? Oh yeah, I put it on save mode. But I could have put it on smart, and it would have done it all for me. Yeah. But I didn't. I, I honestly, at that point, we didn't. I didn't still, know. I still don't even know if I do it right now. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, it wasn't. But that's why that Nissan didn't work out. No, in my opinion, because the drivers didn't well, have any faith in it. Do it, would you? They didn't have any faith in it. You wouldn't. You'd have to stick. And I think they, one of them said, "Oh, if so, the drivers were asking, what about if I get a job to Manchester or where? I oh, will just buy your customer a coffee and charge up." Well, you we we stopped that. at Beaconsfield for yeah. the lady wanted some food, and uh, she had to get some money out. Yeah, and I remember looking where I parked. All the electric bays were there. Yeah. And there was four or five people waiting to use the bays there while you go. people were on the bus. Just wouldn't work, would it? You can't say that to a customer, no. can you? No. You know, sorry, I've got... For me, the only t- infrastructure in, in the UK that works for electric cars is Tesla because they've got them everywhere. Forever. yeah. And it's only Tesla. And they built that before they built the car because mm. they wanted to make sure it was watertight. There was a programme on the telly last night about EVs and about where it's going. And just it, apparently there's one... To every one car... Sorry... It's, it's 32 cars to one charger. Wow. That's that's the ratio I, at the I've moment. I've never charged in town. No. Just the one time I tried, I couldn't find a bay, yeah. a, a point, and yeah. when I did, it wasn't working. Yeah. And I'd lost like an hour and a half. Yeah. And I just thought, I'd rather earn 20 quid yeah. and spend 10 on yeah, petrol yeah, yeah, yeah. and then go home and charge. Of course. That's of course. my... So that's how I run the cab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the right way because... <clears throat> You know, unless, look, there's lots of people out there that will be listening to this and be going, well, I haven't got a home charger. No. Well, that's why you run on petrol. That's mm. why this cab is the way it is, because it has to be, you know, uh, flexible for everyone. Yeah. If it was fully EV, it'd be a nightmare. I think so. If it was still diesel, it wouldn't be And if it was fully approved. EV, I think so. you'd be out of pocket at the moment, because the street charging on EV is quite, uh, on electric. Yeah, quite you're looking at averages of 70 pence per kilowatt, yeah. which makes a full charge of a normal car similar to what it would be to fill out in petrol. And you get more for your petrol. Exactly. Um, anyway, <laughs> I have more questions. I have more questions. So, you had your lucrative ride. Mm. What was your most lucrative day? Now, take that one aside, because that was just one job. So, I'm talking about a combination of jobs. So, say you've done 20 jobs. Yeah. Tube, you, tube strike. Right. I did. I left home at 5, and I got home at 10.30 p.m. Right. Because I just thought it's a tube day, and you could tell. That, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and I think I you did, proper put it in then. For yeah, that. I think I did just shy of seven hundred quid. Wow, uh, I mean, I was cream crackered, but yeah, because then what happened was the that's next, hard work to get yeah, that seven hundred yeah. quid. I mean, seven hundred quid's a lot of money to everyone. And do you know what I mean? But it, it's seven hundred. It, it's in traffic, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. mean, tube strike days are bananas. Yeah, 
Like it's just not it's just not that much fun at all. No, really. it, it, I mean obviously I'll be honest. People, not everything's great about driving a cab, and that's one day that ain't great. It's not you've because really you're in traffic. Yeah. It, it, I mean, all right, coming off the beaten track works because people who I mean, why people drive on a tube strike, I don't know, but they do. But what you've got desperation. Is you've got the you've got the type of person that doesn't always get a cab, mm. and therefore they but they all still think they know where they're going. Why haven't you gone this way? Why don't you go that way? It's yeah. not your regular commuter. Your regular commuter will go, can we go that way? Yeah. Or he won't. Mm. But he's got... So it was a... I mean, I'm not complaining, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember thinking, wow, that was tough. Yeah, yeah. So, how many hours is that? Five? That, it was five, so 17. Yeah. And how did you keep going for 17 hours? Did you have breaks? Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, there's probably there's probably a lot of cab drivers that do do long shifts, big shifts I regularly, th- and get that money anyway because they're not sucking so much traffic, right? And you feel on a tube strike day, you feel like you have to work, don't you? Because you want to you want to make sure your customers get in there because you care well, about. Also, it. you know that the money's out. I don't think you could earn that kind of money on a normal day, even if you did seventeen hours. I think you've got to be very, very lucky. Mm, do you know what? I disagree with that. I think you can. I think if you're Mate. working them sort of hours, you will get that money. In the way that the, the, way, no. the way the game is at the moment, I, I think I, you would. I, I, and I've got mates that do that sort of money regularly. I don't know, but I. Yeah, I took breaks. I just, I find that, I find when I'm working, I'm all right. Yeah, It's yeah. when I stop. So if I clock off at, say, Rotherive Tunnel, yeah. I'm fine. And then as I start driving home, it's almost like subconsciously I shut down. You get and, tired. And then I get tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But while I'm working, if I'm working, mm. I'm fine. Another question I just thought of now. Um, it's going to be new in my list now. If it was taken away from you tomorrow, i.e. the cab badge, mm. what would you do? Cry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'd find a job, but... I know. I don't know what I'd do. You I'd, don't have a feeling of, oh, I would like to do this. No. You just want to be... That's your game. That's your trade I, now. I, I, I will be, a, a, unless something stops me, yeah. I will be a cab driver now until I stop work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During lockdown, I got asked... One of my mates is quite high up at Tesco's. Yeah. <clears throat> and he said, come over. He, he run a couple of warehouses down in Raynham. He said, come yeah. over, I'll get you in. Yeah. And I had to walk around. Uh, and he, I'd, I'd done a lot of warehouse work. I was a warehouse manager. Yeah. And he said to me, it's £10 an hour. You do this, you do this. And he, he said, you're better than this. And I just thought, I can't. I couldn't do this. No, you know, I'm not saying I'm better than that. Yeah, because I've done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have done it, but I just thought for ten pound an hour, I'd take my chances in the uh, cab. On, in the cab. Yeah, and, you and did, it, and you did. I remember. Yeah, yeah. And it you got, and then we got the contract. We yeah. talked about that on another podcast. Yeah. We got the contract and all that, and and it was all right. But yeah, I, 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 I can't see myself ever not mm. driving a cab. Yeah, no, that's 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 nice to hear actually, because mm. it, it gives people hope. I mean, <clears throat> you know. It's it's a tough it's a tough job, but a lot of people love it, and you're you're one of the ones that does. Who do you think is the next generation of cab drivers? You know we're struggling on numbers. Yeah. So who do you think's the next generation of cab drivers? I don't know. I've got an eighteen year old son, right? And he's got a job now mm. in uh, in Cheshunt, but right about that far from the knowledge school. Right. <laughs> Uh, what well, our old one where we yeah. used to go? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Turnford Court. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, we had the conversation. Okay. And I, I don't know where I said to him, right? I'll help you if you want to do it, mm. but, and I think the problem is, 
it, I'm sure it hasn't changed from 30 years ago. The game's dead, this, this, yeah, this, yeah, this. Yeah. But it, it's kind of changing. You've got your LTNs, you've got your your knowledge. I know it's all going through changes at the moment, but kids of now, they want it now, don't they? That's the thing, isn't it? They, 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 they yeah. don't want to... You don't... Like, they, 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 they do degrees and things like that, don't they? But if they don't get the degree, like, for instance, your son has not gone to university, has he? So... You know, this could be a good option for him. Oh, he's done well. Yeah, I mean, he's actually fallen on his feet really well, and mm. he's gonna got university involved in what he does. Yeah, I think, I think one of the problems with the knowledge is if you sit down, if you want to be an accountant, mm. you do a five year course, or for ex, for example, yeah, and you do X amount of exams, and if you pass, you 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 have to pass to move forward. Yeah, with the knowledge, because it's it's not set in stone, as it were. It's it's, it's a not score, contained. No. So, you know, I'm talking about Mr. Whitehead. Mm. Uh, he was fair. Mm. But there, there had been instances where if an examiner didn't like you or wasn't in a good mood, I never particularly felt this, you couldn't have not scored on a, on a, a minor point. Technicality. And the, and the thing is, I don't think that's necessarily the examiner's fault. No it's the problem. system's fault. Yeah. They're allowed to be a maverick. Mm. They're allowed to have their own bank of questions that they want to ask and they can throw in a chuck in a, a curveball whenever they want yeah. that shouldn't I don't think that should be a thing they, they're allowed to do however when it's so easy to get a license doing something very similar that is a problem as well yeah um, and that's your instant that's your in, instant isn't it yeah that's what we just said people yeah. want things now and they're not that's they're, right you know I'm, I know that's a bit of a stereotype but mm. it's very difficult to stand there on, with a a blank sheet or a blank anything and mm. say, right, in four years' time, you may be a cab driver. Yes. You may not. You may not. You might go back down to the start. Yeah. It's like this snake, we've talked about it loads, snakes and ladders. Snakes and ladders. That can't go on. Well, also, what, two, 18 months, two years, you're on your own. There's, you're doing it literally for nothing you, and you don't know where you are. Until Who's you, funding it? Yeah, you are. You and, are. And you don't know, the, until you do the map test, you don't know if you're good enough or not. No. But then who should fund it for you? Should anyone fund it for you? Not necessarily. Possibly not, no. no. I don't necessarily think they should. I mean, I didn't personally. I didn't, it, it was petrol money and that was it. Yeah, and yeah, it was, yeah. But it was your time. It was time. your time, Which your family's time. Yeah. I mean, your son is 18, right? He's not allowed to drive a cab until he's 21 anyway. No. So it could be the ideal time to do it because by the time he's done it all, he's ready to go. Mm. But then he's got to get insurance on a taxi, which is doable. You can do it. But, you know, there's... There, I mean, he difficult. sees me... And I come home, and he, I, I'm never, you know, I might be a bit grumpy, but I'm never. Oh, I've got to go to work today and all that. He, he sees that I, like, love the job. Yeah. So he sees that kind of the side of it, and mm. you know, like he said to me today, "Do you want to play golf this afternoon?" I said, "Yeah, yeah all right. I should be home at five. Yeah, bosh. What in this weather? Well, it was supposed to be sunny. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And we don't forget, this is now August the first, and we've got rain. Hammering down on us, uh, it's, that's but sad. It, it's the freedom, isn't it? You, like I'm, sh you might get onto it in a minute, but there, are, how many jobs where you, if you don't want to go to work, I went and saw a comedian on Thursday night. We got mm. home late. Yeah, I didn't go to work Friday. No, My, yeah. I'll make it up. Yeah, of course you will. And listen, there's no difference in that. In see, you could you could say the same about the private hire industry. You don't have to go to work, but with the cab industry, the difference is your work can come from all different parts. So you get it from the rank, you get it from you know, you get it from apps, but you're also getting it off the street. Yeah. And you've got, you have got, still got access to bus lanes. I do think we should have access to all bus lanes. Yeah. And I think most cab drivers would agree with that. Of course. Um, 
But there's a lot more to it. Yes, our expenses are high, but so it is. You know, you, you, I think if you want to rent a decent car at, on a, as a private hire driver now, you're looking at 280 to 300 pounds a week. Right. And you're getting 30% taken out of your one app. That you're, might, you might be riding for a few apps. But we can, you know, our, our stations are banged out at the moment. Mm. We want to keep them, you know. Um, so, yeah. yeah. But I've never looked, I, I don't know if it, I'm not sounding, trying to sound holier than that, but I've never looked at the expenses. No. I, it wow. is what it is. Yeah. All right. And the way I look at it is at the end of the week, or definitely at the end of the month, I'm where I want to be. Yeah. Now, I might have to throw a couple of Saturdays in. Mm-hmm. But that's not because of the expense. The expenses are that, yeah, and I know they're that, yeah. and they've always probably been that in in yeah comparison. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the thing that we've got that they haven't, which is another big big plus in my opinion, is we've got the meter, and the meter is got a, an index to it, and it goes up as expenses go up. It's maybe it's not at the level it should be. But that that but can that's also a very that, big that, yeah. But that plus can also go against cap- you sometimes. I think. In what way? Well, people think, oh, look at look how much, you know, 10 quid, we've only done... Yeah, there is this thing about the meter moving quicker when it's in traffic, which it doesn't. No, I know, but you, <laughs> you know, you've got to have that conversation. Let's be clear, it doesn't. No. Um, you know, or, or... Goes quicker when you're moving, right? Or you're going the long way. Yeah. Oh, you're going the long way for two quid. Look, yeah, mate, yeah. I'd rather get you out yeah. at 15 quid and then earn another 15 quid. Well, that's right. And right. The mo- But listen, the most people that get in our cabs can afford the meter. Yeah. You know, and this is where we are, you know, and, and this is this is the good thing about if you're going to be, that you're considering doing the knowledge, that you've got that protection. You know, everything's priced into that meter. And that's yeah. why I always tell my customers, like, when they go, oh, one of the questions you always hear is, oh, how's things going with Uber? Well, that's a, I don't want to talk about it really. No. I'm not being rude, but no. safety's priced into our meter. You know, it's not priced into their meter because they do have a meter. Let's be clear. I just say, we, I say we're winning. Yeah, we're winning. Yeah, we're, we are. We're busy. We, you know, we, and you, you have the conversation, the safety aspect. Mm. I, I never go down the this has happened and that's happened unless they bring it up. Never. I just say you get what you pay for. If yeah. You, if you want to, if you want a cheap shirt, you go to Primark. If you want a proper shirt. You go to German Street, and yeah. we're kind of somewhere in between that, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's never going to be a perfect job, it, but no, but it's like, what you, you make it. Yeah, and you, you hit the nail on the head. And 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 my previous guest said the same thing. He do, he he doesn't fear going to work. He wants no. to go to work. Yeah. He's happy to go. He's ready to go. Yeah, you know. And every day's different. You know, you're always meeting someone different. You're always meeting someone new. You know, there's always, always incidents say, that make you laugh. There's always incidents that make you angry. It's yeah. just. There's things that it's always going and it, off, and I never have. I call it. I never have that Sunday night feeling. No, where I'm sitting here. Oh, yeah, Monday. Right? <laughs> it's Monday, and I got to go. I get. I get up early, as we said. So getting from bed to cab, yeah, is not easy. But no. once I'm in the cab, I put on a podcast or a or yeah. audio book. Hopefully, our one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I listen, yeah. Oh, especially this one. I'll have it on repeat, <laughs> uh, and I just listen to stuff going into work. And next thing you know, you're in work. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I very, very rarely go. Oh. Yeah, oh, I've got to go in yeah. again. You know, because I always find that strange when people complain about the job. I mean, you know, I think a lot of people that have been doing the job 20, 30, 40 years, I think they'd be like that in any job. I think the people have been doing it for a long time. Maybe forget what a great job it is. Yes, and forget that in a proper job, you got to clock in. You got to have a holiday. I've seen that. You know, I've seen. I've had drivers gone off. They've gone back to old jobs when it, and they've come back 
Yeah. And you ri- they ring you and they go, oh, um, have you got a cab? And I'm like, uh, I thought you'd left the game. Uh, no, I'm coming back. I didn't realise, you know, what it'd be like working for someone. I had a guy, <laughs> I had a guy that gave me notice, and he'll be probably be listening and be laughing. He gave me notice on the cab, um, and it was a week before he was supposed to give the cab up, and he's gone, um, yeah, I started the job, um, and I kept the cab for a couple of weeks, and then realised there's no way I'm going to work for ever, anyone yeah. ever again. Yeah. He said, is it all right if I carry on? I said, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, I think you just because I, what was I seven years? So I was forty eight. Yeah, when I started. Yeah, yeah. So I had thirty years of proper job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I have the day off? Can I go to a funeral? <sighs> Can I this? Can I that? And so, what, I, what planet does someone live on who's managing a workforce where well, what their they, worker, their employee, or their subcontractor? Because yeah. you're not even an employee, right? They come up and they say, "I'm going to. I need to go to to my mother's funeral." And won't give you that time off. What they do, Ludicrous. They, they bully you, right? So yeah. I said, I'm going. Yeah. I mean, we, we've plenty of expletives, right? Yeah. So this it was, it was a Friday. Yeah. So I went on the Friday. I went back to work on the Monday. I think it was a Tuesday. I think there was a bank holiday involved. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, Mark, everything go all right. Mm. But on the Thursday, they were going, well, we can't guarantee your job will still be here when you come back. But I was just, wow. do your best. Wow. Now, if 10 people do that and, and six of them fold... Then mm. they've got what they wanted, haven't they? I mean, the, yep. And you know, they, they, I've spoke to people in the cab, and basically what they were doing was borderline illegal. Yeah. yeah. And now with the rule changes with Uber and that, they've changed how they do it. But it's oh yeah, this yeah. These but court that's cases. another story. <laughs> that's they're doing things a little bit differently. Appeal, 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 isn't it? You appeal and you get away with it. That's yeah. how they do it, isn't it? And you carry on while you're getting away with it. Yeah. Anyway, right. Final question, and this is the most important question and the most important question you're ever going to get asked, ever, in your life. Right. What's your favourite biscuit? Custard cream. Weird. Why? Don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You must have a reason. Well, I like it. And that's it. Two flavours in one. <laughs> <laughs> Why it's so many? This is, it must be the most popular biscuit out there. Well, there so I mean, many I people say I haven't had a chance it. to think about it. I mean... Because it used to be my, one of my best chat-up lines. Right. Yeah, and so many women would always say custard creams. Or chocolate digestive. And and why? Because I like them. What about if it's a special occasion? If you got the, you know, you got... What, the Christmas tin out? Yeah. <laughs> I'd still probably, I don't know, I don't know what they're called. Because Zoe will look at the the menu, as yeah. it were. I'll yeah. just eat them. Oh, Sometimes nice. she's got the menu out, there's half, half of them are gone, that one's gone. Lovely. All right. Um, well, that's been brilliant, and... You know, you obviously you're old enough to remember this is your life. Yeah. What colour was the book? Red. What colour's our book? Blue. <laughs> right, so there you go. Mark. This is your life, Mark Harvey. This is your life. Thank you very There's much. There's your blue book. None of me mates turned up. Right. <laughs> Wonder why that is. Yeah. Show the blue book to the camera. Right. So that is your blue book. I don't know if you and and uh, <laughs> can you remember a run out of it? No. Not probably, one. Probably the first one. Right, could you call it? Leave on left, manor, house, forward green lanes, right and right, Highbury, New Park. Very good. Keep left going. onto, is it, uh, left onto New Park Road or Park, right onto... Highbury, New Park? Yeah, yeah. right onto St Paul's Road. No, it's left on it, so right and right, Highbury, New Park, left. Park... New Park. Highbury Park, isn't it? Yeah. 
right yeah. onto St Paul's Road. Yes. Comply Highbury Corner. Very good. Leave by Upper Street. Is it Comply Highbury Corner now? I don't know. Now it was now, when go I on, did keep it. Keep going. Uh, right onto Upper Street. Left. No, no, leave by Upper Street. Yeah. yeah. Bear, so you bear left, you yeah. don't call that. Then right. you do a right into Barnsbury Street, I think. Could be. Left into Milner Square. Yeah. Leave Milner Square, forward into Gibson Square. Good. Did I score? <laughs> but honestly, that was terrible, and I think you would probably have got zero for that. But, you, you know, you think you used to call, like with, with Thomas, you used to call Golders Green down to Greenwich. Yeah, yeah. And bang, you could call it. I remember getting a question. No, I don't think I actually got this question, but I remember... Uh, Mr. Wilkin used to ask Alexandra Palace to Crystal Palace, yeah. and I could just go bang, and yeah. I'd go brrr, like a shotgun, or, or, machine or gun, football sorry, club to Fulham Football Club. Yeah, brrr, and you yeah. can now try and do it. You just can't. But the whole point, in my opinion, of the knowledge is not that you're going to remember how to call these runs. It's how you your direction. Yeah. So when you come out of here and someone flags you on Commercial Road and says, "I want to go to Marlebone Road," you know exactly what direction they're going. That's all it's supposed to teach you. Yeah. Or you get in a private eye and they'll go. And you go Paddington Station. They'll go. Oh, can I have the postcode? Yeah. Be like what? Uh, the, the hardest part is that first hundred meters. Yeah. Uh, and then once you and and you get the dreaded. What way are you going? Yeah, and yeah. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a couple of tricks you do in there. Like, is that is when they ask you so and so street? Is, is that the one in Fulham? <laughs> and they go, No, it's the one in Tottenham. You're like, oh, I'm right. I didn't know there was one in Fulham. You know? uh, that's no, good. There weren't, but at least I'm going the right way now. We're done.